0: you got this adidas here to get you ready for an action-packed day of football we will
1: find out if my markets are worth a damn the
0: casual better likes the things that don't move i'm the exact opposite i want to bend the stuff that's nuts hashtag spray the board dialed into the latest line movements injuries and props it's BetQL's You Better You Bet countdown to kickoff. Presented by BetMGM with Nick Kostos and Ken Barkley. What's up,
1: everybody? Happy and merry Week 16 NFL Sunday to you and yours. And, you know, it's also uh, Christmas Eve. Merry Christmas Eve to everybody. No place Ken Barkley and I would rather be on Christmas Eve than here with you on the BetQL Network. It's actually not true. We'd rather be with Ascend's our families, just, but hey, a
0: sense just dripping, dripping with uh, with sarcasm, dripping with alternate but it,
1: meaning. But <laughs> hey, give it, give it, This is the NFL's like assault on holidays. Like the NFL yeah. has to, we got to commercialize everything. Yeah, year where's we Fox are.
0: News on this? Yeah, I haven't seen anything on Hannity. eyes you know, I Eve not covered like this. It. The destruction there is a war going of Christmas.
1: <laughs> this the war on Christmas is being waged by the National Football League. But also, like, hey, if we're gonna, yeah, you know, we we got NFL games. It's great to be on with yeah. everybody. We're gonna bet these games, make some money, hopefully pay for some Christmas presents. It's great to be here with everybody today on the BetQL Network. You better, you bet's countdown to kickoff. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley here with you. Every game here is game seven, including the two games yesterday in the NFL and unfortunately, the Pistons and the Nets yesterday in the NBA in Brooklyn, where the Pistons did not win. Or
0: or cover the spread. Merry Christmas, they everyone. They didn't win. They didn't do that. <laughs> I, I, I gotta stop doing that with that team. That's over. and I learned my lesson. Jeez. I'm done.
1: I'm done on yeah. the Pistons. I'm finished. You
0: know their updated win total. Their updated win total is ten and a half now. I was gonna say, is it like, is it single digits? Well, they a, a sports book offered nine and a half. This is a true story. A sports book offered nine and a half last week. And had the under minus, uh, plus 800 on under nine and a half. Basically, like it's a sports that was attempting to like dare you to bet under, thinking like, well, they're not going to win single digits. We'll get people to bet under nine and a half. We'll rake in that money and then like they're going to win 12 games or something generic, except they haven't won since then. So now the win total is like actually going to be nine. I mean, just like a, a hilarious bit of irony, like. A sports book essentially tried to fleece their customers. The customers all bought the product, and the customers are going to win. <laughs> like that's what's going to happen. Which is right. Merry Christmas, guys! <laughs>
1: right. Yeah, right. That, that's honestly, right. that sounds that sound, that sounds pretty great. Yeah. Uh, every game here, game seven. No hot take BS on this show. We bring you bets, and we bring you sports. I feel like there's like money to be made in on like the, the war on Christmas being waged by the National Football right. League. Like there's so, like <laughs> there's, there's something there. The, NFL, the NFL's assault on Christmas. Uh, coming to you live today from the Odyssey app, the BetQL app, radio stations nationwide, youtube.com backslash Odyssey sports, twitch.tv backslash BetQL. As Ken and I bring you the entertainment, as we always do, up until 1 o'clock Eastern, talking all things sports betting, week 16, NFL Sunday. Proudly presented today and always by the king of sportsbooks, the great people at BetMGM, and today is the seventh day of parlays, and we'll tell you about BetMGM's seven days of parlays as we move along. Download the BetMGM app, visit BetMGM. All right, you know how we do each and every NFL Sunday morning here on You Better You Bet. We're going to bring you the line movement coming up for every single game on the board. We're going to talk about, you know, injuries and how it's going to impact things as we move along today on the slate. All the line movement coming up in a little bit. Actives and inactives with the fantasy and betting impact is this, in most leagues, is like Championship Sunday in fantasy football. The game before the big game, next week in most leagues is the Super Bowl, the Fantasy Super Bowl. So this is the playoff semifinals in the vast majority of leagues. We'll get you set with all the injury information for your fantasy leagues, for prop bets, betting on games, coming up 40 minutes from now, later in this hour. We'll bring you Ken Barkley's underdog moneyline parlay next hour on the show. We'll have a teaser conversation. We'll see if some games move into range for a two-team, six-point teaser. Thy royal prop king stops by a little over an hour from now, not just with the props for today, but also props for the three-game slate tomorrow on Christmas Day, and best bets to close the show. Um, Now, at the end of the show, it'll be best bets for all the games today, side and total. Later this hour, at the end of hour number one, once we're done with the actives and inactives and the fantasy and betting updates and the impacts of of all the actives and inactives, we will give you our side and total bets for the three-game slate tomorrow on Christmas Day. The Chiefs and the Raiders, the Giants and the Eagles, and then the game of the year in the NFL, the Niners and the Ravens. So again, later this hour, best bets for the games tomorrow. At the end of the show, so uh, about 12.40 p.m. Eastern time, best bet side in total for all of today's games. We are locked and loaded here on an NFL Sunday following a two-game slate on a Saturday with one game that was absolutely terrible. With the, unless you're a Steelers fan or you bet the Steelers, in which case, or the over, in which case it was pretty good. The Rudolphs, and then you know? like... And then yeah. it, the the, the red quarterback. All those guys. <laughs> right, I love how it's like Santa like named a reindeer Vixen. Um. Yeah. And then a really. Honestly, a game that had no right to be as entertaining and dramatic as it was with the Bills and the Chargers and Buffalo escaping with a 24 22 win with a Tyler Bass field goal towards the end of the game. And then Buffalo survives like a crazy, like lateral pitchy pitchy woo woo attempt by the Chargers. Where really, like if Alex Erickson does what he's supposed to do, maybe he scores on that play and the Bills don't make the playoffs. Just a wild end to the game last night. Ken Barkley, Merry Christmas Eve. How's it going?
0: Yeah, uh, Merry Christmas Eve to you, and uh, and to our our listeners and viewers, obviously. Yeah, we make jokes at the start of the show, but like, I I'm excited to watch the NFL when when our show is off the air in a couple hours. Like, and then and then maybe less excited to go to mass with my wife and kids at 4:30 and miss like the witching hour, but which will have a lot of high leverage finishes. But like, there's a give and take to everything. It's cool. They have football. They have Christmas. They're all good. Everything's great. All of these things individually are great. We'll try to have it all be great on the same day. Um, you bring you bring up the fantasy playoffs to face you're like I'm sure a lot of people, James Cook yesterday just like yes. Uh, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, yes. oh. Oh. I'm down in flames. <laughs> doo do do until next year. Uh, that's tough because they probably won last week, right? I don't know a lot about fantasy. Because I'm of James a lot of people Cook. that won. Because he had, like, 160 and touchdowns, all this kind of stuff, whatever. Ken, the Um, the slate breakers yesterday,
1: like, the guys that if you started yesterday, you're in great shape right now. George Pickens, who, like, honestly,
0: like, what a bounce
1: back for him. Like, not blocking for Jalen Warren. Here's 9 million receiving yards and a couple touchdowns for the Steelers. And then, like, and and I, I, I can't believe we're this far into the show without me saying. Credit to me. Where's my spotlight? Right. Undefeated on props so far this week. Gabe Davis smashes his over yesterday. So if you started Davis or Pickens, you got to be feeling good.
0: Right. Yeah. Gabe Gabe Davis looking like a young George Pickens out there having a lot of plays. Yeah. It was so funny because all of the handicap late in the week, you and other guests we had on was like... Yeah, you know, he has zeros, but sometimes he just has these really big games. And when he goes over, he goes over by a lot. And I'm like, watch, watching the game and looking at the box score and going, oh, well, I know which one this is. Okay. Well, that's pretty good. Uh, Yeah. Just like two and two games that were obviously important for, for kind of what happened. So like the Steelers win and Mason Rudolph plays, plays well. And, uh, and really it just like further log jams, everything that's going on in the AFC. Cause like, honestly, like the bengals win that game you at least eliminate the steelers probably from the playoffs like they probably seem really unlikely to make it they play baltimore the final week of the season the ravens will probably need the game but we'll see how the wins and losses go if they win tonight maybe they won't need the game uh, to get the one seed but like we'll see how it goes so the steelers winning. It's just kind of a kick the can down the road result where all these teams are now still bunched together in the afc to get a bunch of different spots we have to wait to see how the other results come in um and and honestly like talk about like sell the news from the previous week like here's jake browning yelling at the camera like they shouldn't have cut me and then here's Here's the result from yesterday. <laughs> it's like up to oh, that's, oh, Jake Browning. Oh, that oh, the Washington quarterback. Okay. Like not not quite as good. And maybe maybe bloom off the rose for at least for a week for a guy who's played really well in, in mop-up duty for fill in duty for Joe Burrow. So that that game obviously just it doesn't it doesn't end anything, it doesn't finalize anything. It like obscures things, it confuses things. And then the night game, boy, that really would have confused things if the Chargers win. I mean, how many times do we have to see a team fire their coach? and have anyone at all fill in, anyone, Nick, Giff. me, Alex, Giff, the whole crew, anybody could have filled in as the Chargers coach, and it's like, it just doesn't matter. I mean, we, I mean, Jeff Saturday won his first game. Like, I mean, like Antonio Pierce with the Raider, we saw this earlier this year. Like, it's just, it's really unbelievable. It doesn't happen every time, but the amount of times that you see this, like, dead cat bounce is the term everybody uses, which is the idea that, like, for one, for one week you get a response – and then you don't get anything but you get for one week you get a response it's pretty morbid on christmas to make that reference uh the idea that like yeah like the the chargers were actually like a functional live unit yesterday and you know obviously an angle that people can file away and use every single year going forward because the market kind of be is, tends to be a little indifferent towards that stuff so the bills survive what does that mean uh puts a ton of pressure on miami today in their game against dallas um, we seem to be just moving at warp speed toward the week 18 game between Buffalo and Miami, which will take place in Miami being for the AFC East title, which is really important for a lot of things like playoff seating, maybe who makes the playoffs period, but you feel like maybe both teams are going to be in. And also uh, depending on how the chiefs play, I thought about this too last night as the, as Buffalo was surviving that game, like, okay, the chiefs probably go win out to close here. Yeah, they play a pretty easy schedule They play the Raiders tomorrow, the 10 point favorite, but like, is there a way the Bills could ever win the AFC East? And like, if those two had to meet, which like that might be your, like with all the Ravens and dolphins hoopla and everything, like you still might get that game. Could the Bills ever get to a place where they could host teams, even like bad teams for an AFC championship or in the divisional round, it would obviously be a a great boon for them and a great help to their chances. So had to have it last night and they did.
1: and, And by the way, Not just Miami, like pressure on the Dolphins for today's game against Dallas. Miami plays Baltimore next week. I guess, like, nothing's assured, right? Because Buffalo did almost lose last night to Easton Stick and the Chargers. Coming up next week for the Bills, here's Bailey Zappi and the Patriots at home. Now, Patriots did beat Buffalo earlier in the year at
0: Foxborough. Really want to emphasize that. In Buffalo, <laughs> Bayley, in, like great. Right, Whenever they got Foxborough magic, this ain't that, right? Yeah. This is
1: it. Is it is certainly not that. So Miami, basically, like Miami wins today, they're up two games on the Bills. Miami loses this game, and like we are most likely, I mean, almost certainly going to be winning in for the division in week eighteen. Um, and like both teams likely to make the playoffs at that point, obviously as well. All right. Uh, Anything else on yesterday or we want to uh, talk some games today?
0: Oh, just uh, a small move that happened in the market. This is at 30 seconds. Just uh, I think some people, not I guess myself included, who haven't just like awarded MVP to Brock Purdy yet. He's a huge favorite to an MVP in the market. Their game against the Ravens tomorrow has incredibly high stakes, obviously. Just worth noting that like Josh Allen had a good game. But the market response to 237 and a touchdown, he ran for two touches. They won, but it wasn't, you know, some 40 to nothing demolition that causes us to say Josh Allen MVP. His price in most places got a little longer to win most valuable player and Brock Purdy's price in a bunch of places got a little shorter to win so Purdy was minus 200 in a bunch of places now he's like minus 250 in most places and you know Allen was a kind of creeping down to like Lamar Jackson territory that kind of stopped you can disagree that I, I don't even know if that was the right move like I, I didn't interpret the game that way just like interesting to see how the market kind of moves on this stuff
1: All right, there you have it. Uh, That's everything from Saturday in the National Football League. We'll get to Monday's best bets as we move along. We will get to today's best bets as we move along. But for now, it's time for all the line movement your heart could ever desire on this Christmas Eve with this edition, Kenny Henderson of It Moved.
0: I think it moved. I think it moved. I think it moved. It
1: moved. It's different. It certainly does. On Christmas Eve, week 16, NFL Sunday let's start with this Dolphins-Cowboys game, and I'll give the injury information we've got right now. And this game's going to be in the afternoon slate, obviously, kickoff at 425 p.m. Eastern time. So we think as of right now, based off the overnight reporting from NFL Insiders, that both Tyreek Hill and Devon Achan will both play today for the Dolphins. Now, it's going to be kind of similar to last week where Tyreek is going to get the opportunity to kind of decide whether he plays or not. But, like, last week it feel- felt more like a coin flip. This feels more like... I don't know eighty twenty that Tyreek Hill gonna play. Um, so Tyreek and Achan both expected to play. For Dallas, Tyron Smith is doubtful, like unlikely to play their Hall of Fame left tackle. Zach Martin, their Hall of Fame guard, is questionable. But also for Miami, you know, a couple key players on their secondary are questionable, Javon Holland and Xavier Howard, so still a lot to be figured out, Ken, on the injury report as we approach kickoff of Miami and Dallas um, from South Beach later today. Where are we sitting right now in this game, high leverage game, Dolphins and Cowboys, in the Leon Let Bowl?
0: Yeah, a, uh, a betting market that has has been pretty stable just in terms of like the range that it stays in where the dolphins have essentially been favored in the game Basically, the entire week for a really short period of time, like Pickham was on the board in this game. Maybe when it seemed like Tyreek wasn't practicing, uh you know, like or wasn't going to practice. But he, it, things have gotten so optimistic with the reporting around him. The Dolphins have basically been a small favorite the entire week. That hasn't changed uh on Christmas Eve morning. The Dolphins are a one-point favorite basically everywhere. One-point home favorite. There are a couple one and a halfs also in the market. The total. It's worth noting we don't expect there to be any inclement weather. Basically, in any game taking place, shouldn't be a ton of win. Compare that to last week's conversation, a bunch of if-then statements about thunderstorms and wind. I don't think we're going we're gonna to have any of that. But yet, despite that, the total in this game has been bet down throughout the course of the week, open like 50-51, everywhere. Now currently sitting just 48 in a game between the Cowboys and Dolphins. So pretty interesting. Like Nick's telling you bullishness on offensive players playing for Miami, and the market is kind of like, down on the idea of like a really high scoring game as like the average result, which I just think is kind of interesting as a juxtaposition. So one and 48, and then just the last note here before we go to break, if Tyree Hill ever does not play, like, because there's a chance he won't play in the game. If there's ever a chance that he's declared out, I actually think Christian McCaffrey wins offensive player of the year the moment that that happens. So maybe that market doesn't close right away, but that is one application of that.
1: All right, that is Miami and Dallas. On the other side, we'll get to the rest of the line movement coming up today, Week 16 NFL Sunday. We'll talk Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars in Tampa, Taylor Heineke and the Falcons hosting the Indianapolis Colts, and more.